Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I am your host, Ryan. How are you doing today? Wow. What a wonderful weekend, Valentine's Day, celebrate, celebrating President's Day. Just It was so nice to just get out and do something. I hope all of you had a wonderful weekend. And wow, we got a lot going on here. So today's episode is Alex, Jared, and myself kind of just doing a deep dive into Elder Scrolls, talking about some of our favorite things, stuff we didn't touch on with the first episode. And uh, honestly... Just kind of discussing the, the series and, you know, things we like about it. And then we kind of veer off topic a little bit. We kind of just go all over the place. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a pretty damn fun episode. Um, this episode will be released whenever I'm done editing it tonight. I'm recording. I'm finished. I'm, well, excuse me. I'm recording this intro at, you know, 4.50 p.m. Uh, February 16th. But tomorrow, the 17th, is Alex's birthday. So we're going to go ahead and say happy birthday to Alex. Thank you so much for being on the show when you are. Uh, he's one of my best friends, just an absolutely amazing dude. I uh, just couldn't be happier to have him on the show when he's on. Uh, just good times. So uh, happy birthday to Alex. And then, uh, yeah, so I just got a couple things. Uh, don't forget to rate the show. If you have a chance, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, scroll down and you can see a star system. Go ahead and hit five stars. Leave a review if you want, but those five stars really help us out. You know, when people are searching for podcasts, we will pop up higher in the charts based off your rating. So that helps out a lot. Please consider it. Follow us on SoundCloud. Make sure to follow on Spotify, all that fun stuff. And you can also hit me up on Instagram at ItJustWorksPod. Once again, that is ItJustWorksPod. Be sure to hit me up on Instagram uh, if you have feedback, comments, if you have any topic suggestions, anything at all. uh, Feel free to reach out and talk to me on Instagram. Uh, we do questionnaires sometimes. I do polls. I haven't done polls in a while, mainly because I ran out of ideas, <laughs> so I have to come up with something. Uh, I do miss doing them. It was really fun to get everyone engaged in those. But today, I asked, what games have you been playing recently? Uh, before I go over a few of your answers, um, thank you to everyone who responded. Uh, really appreciate it. I love the engagement. It's really fun to get other people involved, especially you, the listener. And before I go over your guys's, I played Super Mario 3D World with my girlfriend. Went ahead and bought it for myself and then for her for Valentine's Day. And it was just really fun to play that. Uh, that game's a lot of fun in co-op. You can also play it online. Played a lot of Halo. Well, not a lot, but I played some Halo. Played some Mortal Kombat. Uh, played some Hyrule Warriors, some Pokemon. Hint, hint at one of the future episodes coming up. And uh, I don't remember what else. But we'll move on to what you guys have played this week. So Jarrett, uh, you know, chimed in and he said that he's been playing Old School RuneScape, Sea of Thieves, and COD Warzone. Wow. Pretty good choices there. Definitely the arrangement of genres. So that's pretty cool. Um, all of them are solid games. Alex said he's been playing Valheim, which is, I believe, a survival nordic you know norse mythology rpg i gotta look into it i know a lot of people are talking about it right now uh it seems to be all the hype and from what i'm hearing in terms of performance because this uh, game is an early access on steam uh the game runs really well from what i'm hearing so uh hats off to that development team he's also playing escape from tarkov a game i've heard so much about but unfortunately haven't played yet 
but I hear nothing but good things about it. Eric, the casual gamer, chimes in as well, and he says, Apex Legends only and some Rocket League. <laughs> uh, he's a huge Apex Legends fan. Uh, season 7? No, Season 8 came out? Yeah, I think it's Season 8 now that we're on. Uh, a lot of great content. Fuse is a new character. Uh, King's Canyon got changed up. The Anvil Receiver Hop-Up is back. They've made some other changes. Definitely a fun game. Priscilla said... Overwatch for those Chinese New Year skins. I uh, gotta love, you know, games that do uh, skins or, you know, uh, content packs for every uh, um, every holiday. It's a huge deal and it's really cool to see. And she also said Battlefield Hardline because people still play it. Why are people still playing that? <laughs> I've actually, you know, I'm not going to judge. I've never played it. Uh, I always thought the concept was cool, but... I never knew if the execution was. And it's on EA Play. So if you have Game Pass Ultimate, you also have EA Play. And uh, it's on there. So I might uh, I might do that. I might go check it out. Uh, Brandon also uh, hits us up and says he's been playing Hades. A game that came out last year. I believe it came out last year and it won Game of the Year with a lot of people. It's like a roguelike uh, dungeon crawler or something. I had to look into it. Uh, the game sounds amazing. Um, he's also been playing Pokemon Heart Gold. The man's doing his research. And he also put, uh, going to get back into Death Stranding soon. I wonder if he's going to be playing on the PS4 or actually pick it up on the PC. Because uh, I heard the PC version's a lot better. People seem to enjoy it more. Either way, Death Stranding was a very unique game. And I definitely have seen a lot of mixed reviews. But it still looks like it's a, a joy to play. Thank you guys so much for responding to my questionnaire on Instagram. It means a lot to me. Uh, For the rest of you out there, no matter where you're at in the world, uh, don't be afraid to chime in as well. So be sure to follow me on Instagram at ItJustWorksPod. Once again, that is ItJustWorksPod. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear the show today, but one more thing before I go. Uh, I almost forgot to say, uh, there's a Nintendo... uh, Nintendo? Uh, There is a Nintendo Direct tomorrow, uh, February 17th at 2 p.m. Pacific time. And I think it runs for about 50 minutes. So they're doing a full presentation. They're showing 50 minutes of God knows what. I got to imagine it's a new Smash Bros. character. Uh, this year is the 35th anniversary of um, uh, Zelda as a franchise. Uh, it's also the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a little bit of tease there for some projects involving those franchises. But... Um, I just thought about it right now. They might show the new Switch. I am releasing this episode as soon as I'm done, as I said before. So my prediction is um, a Zelda 35 collection, just like they did for Super Mario, like an All-Stars collection. Some of the best 3D Zelda games. Some of the classic games all in one package. Uh, Pokemon, they might show... Maybe they'll just reveal Diamond and Pearl now, before the 25th anniversary stream. And then maybe show gameplay on that stream. I have no idea... But I really, really hope we get something Zelda and Smash Bros. related. Also, the new Switch Pro. It has to happen. I really hope it does, too. I'd be really curious to see how they approach that. So, those are my predictions. I plan on doing a special episode about that. So, there's a little bit of a tease for you. So, please keep an eye out of future episodes. Thank you guys so much for listening. You are all incredible. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And let's go ahead and get into the show. So, cue that intro.
Thank you. Hodor. Bitch, as he says one word. Anyways, welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And today we're going to be talking about Elder Scrolls, kind of doing a deep dive into the lore, uh, going over broader topics than we did last time. I just hit my mic. Um, we feel like we didn't do justice to Elder Scrolls. There's obviously a lot more to talk about. So we are going to be doing that today. Alex is back on the show. Uh, Alex, how are you doing? It's good. And it's a pleasure to be here, Ryan. I'm happy to have you back. Jarrett, my cousin, is back. Jarrett, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. This is my fourth time back, but maybe this time this episode will have to be aired with me in it. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, Jarrett, uh, you know, every time he's been on an episode, <laughs> the episode, like the <laughs> audio airs. Yeah, the, we had technical issues almost every time he's been on. Have you officially been on one? This I've been posted? on. No, I haven't. So Nick Cage didn't get posted. Mm-mm. Episode one didn't get posted. And I think those are the only two you've tried. But now you're uh, here. Xbox reveal, but yeah. Something oh, else. Oh there was God. something else, but I don't remember. Well, now you're here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys were at my house, and that one didn't work out. Dude, that one was horrible. One mic split between four people? <laughs> yeah. Not good. Not good. <laughs> I did it with three people today, and uh, it judging by the wave, the waveform, the audio, looks good. Hopefully it sounds good. Uh, so, so yeah, we're going to talk about Elder Scrolls. Uh, before we do that, we're going to get into a little bit of a Debbie Downer. Uh, Robert A. Altman, the co-founder of video game company Zenimax Media, which published top franchises including the Elder Scrolls and Fallout franchise, has passed away. His cause of death was not immediately clear. Publisher Bethesda Softworks confirmed Altman's passing through a statement on Twitter. They quote, they're quoted saying he was a true visionary, friend, and believer in the spirit of people and the power of what they could accomplish together. Reads a portion of Bethesda's statement. He was extraordinary. He was an extraordinary leader and even better human being. Okay. Altman co-founded the Maryland-based Zenimax Media in 1986, ultimately becoming one of the biggest video game publishers in the world. In 2009, Zenimax acquired, uh, excuse me, id Software famously known for creating classic games such as Doom and Wolfenstein. And yeah, Bethesda was recently, or Zenimax was recently purchased last year by Microsoft for $7.5 billion. Um, You guys probably haven't had time to listen to my latest episode, but I'll tell you again here. Microsoft made enough money in the last three months to buy Bethesda two more times. It's crazy. Yeah. How? Um, and $15 billion of the money they made in the last three months is pure profit. So just when you thought Microsoft couldn't get bigger, they are. And, and Game Pass has over 14 million subscribers. So, or, you know, 15, sorry. That reminds me, I got to unsubscribe. <laughs> Don't worry, they won't miss you. Anyways, we just want to bring that up, uh, you know, pay respects to him. Thank you so much for all he's done. The Elder Scrolls games are some of my favorite of all time. Eh, Fallout's whatever. But uh, he's kind of a legend in the video game industry. So, And running the Elder Scrolls Online game, because that's ZeniMax, not Bethesda. Yeah, that's all ZeniMax, and that is a wildly successful game that even gave WoW a run for his money. Uh, probably still does, too. It is one of the biggest MMOs in the world. So, um, Alex, would you like to take it away with any of your 
topics for Elder Scrolls. No specific oh, order today. Well, I would like to say, what is your most favorite Elder Scrolls game? It could be from Blades all the way back to Arena. What one would be your favorite? No, we'd start with Jarrett. Uh, definitely have to be Oblivion because that was the first one I ever started with. And I think that most people probably first starting out with Elder Scrolls would have to say Oblivion as well. But definitely Oblivion. Yeah, uh, you know, that's what I started with. You know, I got my Xbox 360 because of Oblivion. I told, uh, you know, my parents, I was like, ah, I got to get an Xbox to play this new game coming out back in 2006. I finally got it, and I play it to this day still. Uh, but what about yours, Ryan? I don't remember what I said in our first episode, which was like just a, a broad conversation about uh, Elder Scrolls as a whole. I am pretty sure I said Oblivion. It might have been Skyrim. But I still got to stay with Oblivion. Morrowind was technically my first. Um, but Oblivion really just, man, what a game. It, some parts of it don't really hold up today. But the storytelling in that game was incredible, in my opinion. Uh, the landscape, the sandbox you had to play with, all the spells you could create. Uh, the combat was fun. For its time, obviously, like I said, it doesn't really hold up like it uh, did back in the day. Um, but some of the enemy types you have, uh, some of the quest lines, you know, like I said, with the storytelling, it's got some of my favorite quest lines in uh, probably RPG history. Um, and the thing we talked about with our first Elder Scrolls episode, uh, in my personal opinion, it has the best expansion ever released for a video game. And that is the, the Shivering Isles. Oh. Um, I think, uh, I just think it really holds up till, you know, that story really holds up till this day. I think uh, anybody should go play it. I think you only have to be like level 10 to go through the strange door or for it to appear. Um, yeah, man, Oblivion. Oblivion was like, I played Legend of Zelda. I played RuneScape, you know, MMOs. Uh, but I never was really good at any of them. And I really like sat down and learned what it was like to play a full-fledged role-playing game. Oblivion was my first one. Yes, I bought the horse armor. Um, <laughs> the best $5 purchase ever. Uh, but that game, man, like completely changed my whole perspective of video games. I was always playing Halo. Um, not that I was like only just playing shooters, but it's really cool to uh, experience a different genre and really appreciate it. Uh, because that the RPG genre is insane. Um, so one of the things I wanted to ask you guys, because uh, this is something I've been thinking about a lot, and so I think it's a pretty tough question. Uh, do you guys have a favorite weapon that you might have earned from a quest line? I'm doing a little spin on that question. I'll go first to give you some time to maybe think about that, because I said from quest line. All right, Noah. Uh, All right, Noah, like one or two things you're going to say okay shut up anyways and they switch uh <laughs> it's no it's not dawn thing wow you guys both probably thought that huh and they switch uh no it's actually ariel's bow i knew that one. uh looking i've been looking back at it the past couple of days because i've been playing skyrim at 60 frames uh thanks to a mod uh if you have a computer, you could play Skyrim at uncapped frame rate at this day and age. 
but for a uh, console, it's really cool to see that. Uh, the reason why I chose Ariel's bow is because it kind of reminds me of Zelda, where you have to go on just such a quest to get the Master Sword. Uh, the way the story uh, develops um, for that, you know, the Dawn Guard expansion, you know, Ario's bow at the end of it becomes the center of the entire story. And uh, I thought that was pretty dope. But Jared, what is your favorite weapon earned from a quest line? Uh, I'm sorry, quest. It could just be a one-off quest. Right. <laughs> uh, I honestly can't remember many significant weapons that you get from a quest or quest line, but I have to say the sword that you randomly find in the dungeon of the Battlehorn p- Castle. That's still technically a quest line. Um, well, I guess I, so. I think it's uh, Dragon's Bane. No, dra- it's not Dragon's Bane. Is it not Dragon's Bane? Pretty sure Dragon's Bane Skyrim. Uh, isn't this the doesn't the dragon sword from Battlehorn Castle like have a legit like crazy name to it? I can check Jared, it out for Um I don't know about you, but it took me like a couple years to even realize that there was a secret room. Oh yeah, I do remember that. I I don't remember if I discovered it on my own or you told me. It was you either, may have told me. I'm pretty sure I told you, but I think Alex either told me or a YouTube video did, and I was like, what? Sure <laughs> it's it, probably uh, me. It's, it's the, probably you. It's the dragon sword of Leyland. Okay, so it does have a name, Leyland. So it's the dragon sword of Leyland. Uh, awesome choice, man. Uh, honestly, Battlehorn Castle is like, in my opinion, such an underrated DLC. Uh, just every- DLC. I mean, honestly, everything that comes with it is like, it's, it's incredible, man. Really, really good. Um, yeah, solid choice. Honestly, that'd probably be number three. Um, yes, number two is Don Don Fing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Don Fing so much. Uh, being able to play Skyrim with it, uh, just it feels so seamless to have it in that game too. Uh, I really love that sword. Um, Alex, what is your favorite weapon from a quest or quest line? Uh, mine actually comes from Morrowind. Ooh. Surprise, surprise. And it is true flame that you get from the tribunal expansion. You forge this weapon and you have to kill a god with it. <laughs> so- and then you get her sweet ass weapon, which is Hope's Fire. It's about the same weapon, but it glows blue instead of uh, the fire effect on the Hope's Fire weapon or true flame. Nice. Yeah, man, that, that's incredible. Um, Oh, God, Morrowind is like it has so much content, and I, I I wish I could I wish I had it in me to go back that far and play it. I know I know I'm missing out. I think that's one of the things me and Jared talk about all the time because you know we hear you talk about it and we're like, ugh, there's a lot there that we're not experiencing. Um, <sighs> Shit, I want to play all the Scrolls Arena. I know, right? Uh, I believe it's it, free somewhere. It's I tough. tried looking on Steam, but. It's not on Steam. Oh, okay. Daggerfall has a Unity project that they're a bunch of modders are uh, modding it from the ground up. It looks pretty, pretty good. Uh, you'd have to download DOSBox and either have the disc or find it on a site. I think it's on uh, the El- the Bethesda website, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It was a long time ago, and I have the disc, so got yeah, copies. That- you have copies of the disc? Uh, yeah, I bought the uh, the whole 
set from when I worked at Best Buy. Oh, it came okay. out with the, yeah. I think it's like the anthology set. Mm. Yeah, it's called the anthology set. They yeah. did that for Fallout and Skyrim, or, uh, Skyrim Elder Scrolls. Uh, so moving on to armor. <clears throat> uh, I think it's really cool that we're doing this because we didn't, I don't, I don't feel like we did this at all last time. I think we might have done favorite weapon. Um, armor. Uh, I think mine's going to be typical, so I'm going to go I'm gonna go super last. I guess. I want to guess too. But, no. uh, hold on, no. hold on, hold on. Well, <laughs> Your we'll favorite s- armor is probably Nightingale. Alex? Uh, I want to say the Cyrodiil, uh, champion of Cyrodiil. Oh, Alex <laughs> is right. Okay, I guess I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guessed it right. Uh, my favorite armor uh, that I will gladly, every time I complete the quest line, I will wait two weeks right there. I will just wait in two weeks. <laughs> For them to say my armor is delivered, Alex is right. My favorite armor in the entirety of Elder Scrolls is the Imperial uh, Dragon Armor. I believe it's yeah. called the Imperial, Imperial Dragon, Dragon Armor. Yep. Oh my god. What an armor set. <laughs> what an armor set, man. I remember uh, telling Jared about it because I believe I you know, I completed the main quest before him. Yeah. And he's like, what? Like You earn an armor from like completing all this? Like, What? And I said dragon armor, and it's like obviously, you know, coming from Ruinscape, you know, you could just tell. Red. I know, right? You could just tell Jarrett's imagination was blown up because, like, you know, just like me for Jarrett, Oblivion was like the first true RPG he really put his time in, and so it was so cool to just have that kind of imagination still. But yeah, uh, Imperial Dragon Armor takes the cake for me. But Alex, what is your favorite armor? Uh, it would probably be the Grand Crusader's armor, or. Oh, yeah. The fists of Rogolif in Marland. Nice, nice. Mainly because I like speed running to it. Yeah, we're aware. The Grand Crusader armor—that's from the Oblivion expansion, isn't it? The... Yep, Knights of the Nine. Yeah, what a that shit is pretty sick. Yeah, it is. They put that in Skyrim, didn't they? As a uh, yeah, creation yeah, line. and uh, I always butcher the name, but I think it's uh. like Sismir. Uh, uh yeah the blade yeah chris mirror it's crispy crispy cream blade crispy cream uh jared what is your favorite armor in elder scrolls it could be online too if you have an armor set that you just really like i'm not going to talk about online that's a whole different ball game but uh, nothing special about uh this armor set as in counts because you just enchant it yourself but the nordic armor from skyrim and just like it's mm. very Norse, uh, like with the, the the steel armor with the fur, right? Where it's got the the fur, and it. it's actually like it's got Norse designs on it, based off like Norse mythology and all that. Are you talking about thought, the Nordic set from? It's called uh, Solstein. Yeah. Uh no, Solstein. Um no, I think it's just the regular Nordic set they, that you there's get, a different you type make, of steel like, at, like, armor. Like level eighty. I'm pretty sure that's um well alex you can figure that out i know what set you're talking about Jarrett, and it does look very very clean um they kind of incorporated it in eso i don't think it translated as well uh but that is a sick armor set uh they also have the nordic weapons which are just heavier steel weapons or something yeah um and then the the yeah, the Nordic bow looks like a modern day recurve bow. 
with detachable limbs. Yep. I don't know. That's pretty sick. It is pretty sick. That it is, good sir. Uh, let's see. Talked about armor. Let me find it. Oh, I got one. What is your favorite Daedric quest? <clears throat> I mean, isn't that a... It's like, it's one that goes with my Skyrim playthrough. Isn't that Meridia? That's uh, Dawnbreaker? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually just a really fun quest to do, and uh, you can manipulate it and get two Dawnbreakers. Um, what's the other one I did? I think I did Clavicus Mora. Or is Cla- yeah, Clavicus Mora? Yeah. With the, the, the Barbarous. With the, the Hound. Yep. Yeah. Mm. That one in Skyrim's very good. Uh the one in Oblivion. Um, um was it Mara? No. Her Hermaeus Mara? Yeah. Isn't there one for that one? Uh like a dark, in, like a sacrificial type one or um The Sacrificial one is from Skyrim and that's for uh Fuck, who was that? There's uh, one in B- both the, uh, but there's one in Oblivion that's between because you got Kavach, Braville, and then Cyrodiil. I think it's Shade. No, Shaden Hall is on the right side of Cyrodiil. Like if you go north of Cyrodiil into the hills, there's like a shrine, and there's a quest you get from that. I guess it could just be one of the divine, uh, you know, one of the gods. It might not be a Daedric quest. Uh, yeah. Like, dude, seriously, if I loaded up Oblivion right now, I could walk there. Like, I, I know what I'm, where it is. I just, I think I'm talking about a divine quest, essentially, or um, like a shrine. Anyways, um, do you get gold I, brand from it? <clears throat> no, you that's Boethia. No, I don't think it's that one. I think it has to do with the Dark Brotherhood or something. Like, it has to. Uh, it's been a long time. I don't even know why I'm bringing it up if I don't remember. <laughs> um, I might just literally turn on Oblivion while we're talking about it, which I could do right now. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I don't remember a lot of them from Oblivion. They weren't tied to achievements, so I don't really remember doing a lot of them. Um, uh, well, you said any Daedric Prince quest, right? Yeah. I'd like to take that back. Uh, Mehrun's Razor, both Skyrim and Oblivion, is phenomenal. Yeah, in Oblivion, it's the DLC to get the Mehrun's Razor. Right, and then in Skyrim, you have to go to uh, that snow town that's deserted where the guy's... Um, Dawnstar. Dawnstar. But I remember the DLC quest for Oblivion it took you into some mass, massive underground city, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. That shit was dope. And I'm turning on Oblivion right now. That's why I'm so bright. Um, <laughs> I I remember that quest. I played that before Shivering Isles, you know, when I was when we were in high school. That quest was insane, dude. Such a good like I think that it might have once again as I'm going to say throughout this episode because that was like my first time trying RPGs. 
That quest took me a while to complete. I feel like it was a pretty big one, though. Like, there was a lot to do. Yeah, it took me a while, but that's because I was loading out everybody's stuff to, like, the entrance of the dungeon. So I'd, like, kill everybody in the area, run back, drop all the loot, go back, and that way I could have a bunch of money for it. A bunch of money for Mayruin's Razor? Oh, no. Just buying stuff in general. Oh. I'm actually a hoarder. I don't buy anything into that game. Oh, I forgot I'm in the guards tower in the Imperial City. Uh, Jarrett, do you remember any um, Daedric quests? Like from the Daedric Princes? Right, the only Daedric Prince quest I can remember is from Oblivion and you get the skeleton key. And you just pretty much cheese every lock from there on after. But other than that, that's the only quest I can remember that. Yeah, from Nocturnal. Yeah, thank you. Aren't you supposed to give the skeleton key to somebody? No, no in Skyrim, you don't Skyrim. get the key that you're supposed to uh, turn it in, and then that's the end of that skeleton key. But in Oblivion, you get to keep it, if I'm not mistaken. No, you mm. get to keep it. Yeah. Damn, dude. Skin grad? Oh, Coral. It's around the city of Coral. City of Coral. Coral. Like, if you go to Coral and go east, it's like somewhere in the hills. I'm going to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is the first time ever by the way i've done a podcast and also played a game at the same time just to make sure i'm getting my research done love it well my favorite quest daedra quest is uh Sheo Goras in mm. oblivion damn it why didn't i think of that <laughs> <laughs> fuck it just Fucking. scared the shit out of those khajiits <laughs> with their prophecy just to fuck with them and I like the fact that um, if you have the Shivering Isles expansion, and spoiler alert, you become Shale Gorath, uh, and you go there, and Haskell's like, up to one of your ruses again, me lord. And they're like, yep, I'm going to go fuck with these people. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about that lore real quick, because I have a question for you, because I just don't remember. So what happens to Shale Gorath if you be, you know, since you do become Shale Gorath at the end of Shivering so, Isles. So, Shogorath, him and... Oh, what's his face? Love it. What's his face? Uh, Dragon the, of... Daedric Prince of Order. They're one of the same. So, it's like Order and Chaos are split, and they're actually the same person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the whole I mean, Shivering Isles expansion. So, you embody the soul of Shogorath. And you have to Jigalad. There we go. You have to defeat Jigalad, uh, the Dajic Prince of Order. Mm. And you basically <clears throat> become Sheogorath as uh, Jigalad can't be killed without the old one dying because they're one of the same. Oh, okay. Dude, <sighs> we're going to get into that. Hmm. Uh... Do you have a fate? Because we talked about. Oh, I'm getting attacked by something. Oh, it's a fucking wolf. Um, do you guys have a favorite region? Well, in this it'd be country. So, yeah, Cyrodiil. Tamriel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who the fuck invited this guy? Akavir. Uh, I guess the reason why I'm he's stupid. <laughs> 
the reason why I'm jumping to that question is because as I'm playing Skyrim right now, like the environment still does look very beautiful, and it's at nighttime, and the uh, the skybox is just gorgeous. It holds up so well. Um, Skyrim was was pretty good. From the footage I've seen of Alex playing Morrowind, uh, it looks pretty good. Um, I think I guess that question's kind of weird though because I'd I'd have to say what environment probably goes with your favorite game too though, right? I mean it's kind of probably tied to that. Yeah, type of but graphics too. Like everybody's gonna say Skyrim's the most beautiful, while Morrowind looks like a butt end of the mob. Right. So we'll we'll kind of change it up a bit. Uh, which is your atmosphere? Favorite? I would say. I would still say Oblivion. Yeah, but we're gonna change it up. What is your favorite region in Elder Scrolls Online? Everything has the same graphics in that game. <laughs> Morrowind and Vardenfell. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I like the East March. Uh, damn. My answer does kind of suck for that one, though. Mainly because it's tied to the quest line, but, man, I really liked uh, Rothgar. Or I was going to say Rothgar. That's probably, yeah. like, one of my favorite DLCs for it's uh, a, ESL. That's an extremely good DLC. Uh, Clockwork was good. Clockwork was really good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a made-up, like, zone. You know, I know. So the Cell made it, but, you know, Vardenfell... Uh, Morrowind and I'd also say Clockwork, but I just like the Dark Elves. We're we're aware of your fascination with, you know them. Sothasil's sick. It's pretty dope. Why do you like Sothasil so much? Dude, he's just badass. He made a tiny city, <laughs> and he's a god. Right. We got Talos. Yeah, who's dead? <laughs> Not a god. <laughs> Yeah, a, a, just actually a giant dragon. That's Akatosh. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Ryan, how much do you remember? Not that much, guys. Not that much, apparently. Akatosh. I should have known better. Praise of the nine. Pray, yeah. Pray, what do they say? Praise the eight now? Fuck that Thalmor. Exactly. Do the Thalmor, or like... Can we just exterminate them? It's due to their level, to their supremacist side? I don't know. Sure, why not? What's that? It's due to their supremacist side? Well, they'll kill all high elves. Yeah. Kill the Thalmor, because it's kind of like a cultish part of the military. Uh, I'd say they probably got the inspirement uh, from probably like the SS officers of Hitler's army. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, calls, callbacks to that, I would say. Or would you say uh, call forward because it's a fantasy game? Imperials didn't want to truly give up Talos. The downward just like kind of rough them up and say like, yeah, no more Talos worship. Yep. Why did they say that though? Because they don't believe Talos is a god because a man be, can't become a god. Mm. Wasn't Talos an emperor? Or, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm at like the top of the map. You see that mountain there? You, you can, can climb, climb it. <laughs> it just works. You can go there. Get on your horse. Yeah. All right. 
Um, so mine's Vardenfell, Morrowind, and your guys' uh, Orsinium. Yeah, because I, I think, uh, you know, when you just talk about the mainline games, I feel like your answer has to be tied to your favorite game. That'd be kind of weird if it wasn't <laughs> in my oh, I, I love all the zones. I just, me, me too. Yeah. Some more uh, than others. I like Skyrim. I just think, uh, I think my biggest issue with Skyrim's zone as a whole is the holds. The cities, like, I hate that Solitude's like the only, and uh, Solitude and Winterhold are the only, like, real cities, and Winterhold sucks anyways. As in, like, big cities, like, right. you know, I was like spoiled. Blooming. Yeah, like, I was spoiled with Cyrodiil. Like, everything's a fucking big city. Well, to the game's scale. Uh, scale. But if you think about it, it's, like, kind of a more rugged area of the continent, and it's just, like, winter depression all year round. Oh, my God. I have a fun trivia game real quick. All right. Alex, let's see if he knows this. Alex, I am in... Hold on. I'm going to tell him this place that I I don't even think I went to in my original playthrough. Uh, I am in Lipsand Tarn. Do you know what that is? Sounds like a cave. Uh, It is uh, uh, Aelid, yes. Aelid. You said you were by Coral. Holy shit! Some Indiana Jones stuff going on here. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm dead, right? I died from that, right? Okay. Lipston Star Tarn. Lipston. That's by Sankator, right? Yeah. There's a vampire thief here. And I think he's gonna kill me. Never mind, I killed him. Kerr! Yeah. I think it's by Sankator. Oh. Anyways. Uh Jared, do you have any topics that you wanted us to talk about today? Of course not. No, I came into this completely unprepared. Good. Uh, I got another one for you. What is your favorite um, guild quest line? Like Dark Brotherhood? Yeah, that was something I wanted Thieves to talk Guild. About. Uh, so for Oblivion, Dark Brotherhood. I'll never forget when I saw Lucian Lachance's body. I was like, oh my God, like they made me sad. Me too, kind of. I mean, he seemed, he was like a pretty cool character (laughs) and they burned him alive. I mean, that was pretty intense. I wasn't expecting that. I don't remember what happens in that storyline. Spoiler alert, here we go. Uh, So you become a silencer for the Black Hand, which is. Right. So Lucien Lachance explains it like the black hand. There's four speakers, one listener. The listener is the thumb, and each of the speakers have fingernails, which are silencers. So you go around killing people, and then one of the speakers for the black hand uh, hates the night mother. So she or uh, he starts messing with your dead drop notes, and then the black hand thinks you're a traitor, and then they think Lucien Lachance is a traitor. Mm. So they kill him, but it was actually another guy who is also a speaker. Fucking the Dark Brotherhood over. Lucien was actually innocent in, in regards to this 
thing. He's not. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he was innocent in the Dark Brotherhood. I, I have to clarify that for all the Imperial City guards listening to this uh, podcast. Uh, free um, Lucy and Lachance. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag free Lucy and Lachance. Um, yeah. So I'd say for Oblivion, uh, I you know Dark Brotherhood for sure, and then uh, before we pass it to Jarrett, uh, I'd say Skyrim. I know the Mages Guild kind of takes like a weird turn. Like it's a little bit more sinister. It's a lot more sinister than Oblivion's. Like a lot. Um, Isn't it? Not really. Uh, I feel like there's betrayal in it. Oh, dude, look at this. Yeah, I mean, Salmar tried to take the Eye of Magnus, but Mm. in freaking the Mages Guild and uh, Oblivion, they like... Mana Marco, the King of Worms, is literally turning people uh, from the Mages Guild into necromancers. And there's like betrayal at every step. I think I might have just gotten confused because the, yeah, because the kind of like the climax of the Mages Guild in Skyrim, like you fight like a bone dragon, the guy who is the current guild master dies and you take his robes. Where does he become Saren? Does he go? He doesn't go bad, right? He just dies. No, he dies because um, what's his face from the Thalmor that's messing with the Eye of Magnus, and he tries to stop it, but he dies. Mm. Uh, you know that wasn't my answer. I just was trying to remember because uh, I know the Mage's Guild was different than I uh, expected with Skyrim, uh, but I'd probably say the Fighters Guild. I kind of like the whole werewolf thing and like there's betrayals and companions. Uh, compa- I'm sorry. The companions is not the fighters guild in Skyrim. Um, just kind of going through that. And I know the dialogue, it's not like mass effect or other games. You know what Ayla says is very <laughs> typical, but to go through the companions and then quote unquote, get married with Ayla. Oh yeah. That was pretty cool. Like a fitting end uh, to that guild quest line for me. Uh, Alex. What is your favorite guild's questline for me? Oh, uh, in Skyrim, it would probably be the College of Winterhold. Uh, it's it's a nice quest. It doesn't top uh, the Mage's Guild in Oblivion, but yeah, it doesn't. In, no. in Oblivion, Dark Brotherhood, that that questline. Yeah, I wouldn't mind replaying it. It was pretty good. I'd say the runner-up to that in uh, both the games is the Thieves' Guild for me. I love the Thieves' Guild and uh, Oblivion. Having a freaking ghost steal uh, an Elder Scroll Mm -hmm. from the White Tower. That was the only good part of that quest line. Otherwise, I hated that quest line. You just couldn't get the jump right. I failed it, and I still need those achievements. <laughs> Wait, what? I, I, I failed the... Because you could fail the final quest uh, in the Thieves' Guild, which is the getting the uh, Elder Scroll, and I messed up on one of my saves and was never able to uh, revert and try to do the quest again. So right now, I'm currently going through the uh, Thieves' Guild quest line. Try... Uh, redeem myself but 
No, that's like the only good part of that quest line of the Thieves Guild in Oblivion. Okay, okay. Sorry, Alex. Oh, it's okay. Just decapitated somebody. Well, for a person who's completed it many times. Uh, <laughs> if you want to keep the boots of Springheel Jack, make some fortified health potions and land on a certain square and you get to keep uh, plus 50 to your acrobatics if you're wearing the shoes. Because if you drop down with them on, they break. Damn. Pretty cray-cray. Uh, yeah, Dark Brotherhood, man. Dark Brotherhood for Oblivion's good. So good. I just feel like there's more stuff to do. I feel like there's more stuff to do in Oblivion than Skyrim, like the arena. Well, definitely uh, a lot more stuff to read for sure, though. Like lore wise and just books and I just think they really I think uh now that I look back at it, Oblivion handled the whole player home thing better than Skyrim. Uh they made uh, you know homes for wizards, you know, sorcerers, and then they had the uh necromancer type like Dark Brotherhood home, and then mm-hmm. they had the Battlehorn Castle, which I guess you'd just say for is pretty much everything else. I kind of like that better than the actual player homes we got. So my question for you guys is, would you rather just see that again? DLC or, well, maybe they include it in Elder Scrolls 6. Hold on, you didn't ask me about my favorite uh, guilds. I thought you talked about it, didn't you? No, I didn't. I just uh, interjected on Alex. How dare you. How (laughs) dare you. No, go ahead. I, for some reason, yeah, I guess the interjection just made me think that you talked about it. Um, well, does Knights of the Nine count as a guild or faction uh, questline? Sure, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be my. Oh, uh, it'd be between that and the Dark Brotherhood for Oblivion, and then uh, Dawnguard and uh, just be Dawnguard for Skyrim. And the Thieves Guild one actually was pretty good for Skyrim as well. Like they're all good because now I'm thinking about Cicero and you get him as a, a companion if you let him live. I love Cicero, so. Yeah, I did not like the Dark Brotherhood in Skyrim. I didn't like the Dark Brotherhood, but I did like Cicero, so just kind of looking at the positive side of uh, that quest line. I still think the yeah, Nightingale armor should be a Dark Brotherhood armor, but whatever. What? Uh, they butchered the uh, Dark Brotherhood armor. Dude, they really did. <laughs> it's, it's it's horrible. It does not look good. No, it looks like an old rags just with black and red. Like it does not look good at all. And they should have brought back the uh, black hand robes. Mm. Like you could find been. Lucien Lachance's old black robes. All right, you get them as a costume in a uh, uh, ESO. Oh, do you? Yeah, like the robes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you do that after the quest line, right, Alex? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the silencer robes. Oh, um, right. Yep. Nice. Yeah, it's just a cosmetic, though. Oh, but, yeah, it's not actual armor, right? But back to the homes. Sorry. Oh, like I just wanted to ask. Uh, well, it should be included in Elder Scrolls Six, but since it won't be, if it does, if it was ever to come out, 
Would you guys rather see, uh, you know, those DLC homes that are geared to, geared towards certain bu- certain builds? Excuse me, I cannot talk. Uh, or do you want to just kind of build your own home the way they did it with fire? Why don't we get to build our own home the way we want it? If we want to build a whole castle, a whole wizard tower, or just a simple plain old home on different pieces of property throughout the uh, country of wherever it is next, but High Rock or not High Rock, uh, Hammerfell. I don't know. Dude, I'm not excited for it to be in Hammerfell. I would say they should be able, you should be able to, like, okay, hold on. It should be in a certain part of the land, kind of like in Skyrim and uh, Morrowind, where you get to build your own strongholds, not just a house. Like, you should be able to build your own freaking city yeah. yeah. Like, so like that? Like a settlement? Yeah. And you gotta like, go rescue other settlements? Yeah. Is there a Preston yeah. Gary that comes with it? Got word from a settlement? <laughs> word from a settlement? Oh my god. Why is there a giant spider right here? Dude, that's a massive fucking spider. Yeah, but in Morrowind, you get to build your own stronghold. Like, because uh, there's the three houses uh, Telavani, Halu. And uh-huh. uh, Redrin. Uh, Redrin's like kind of like the Warriors Guild. Uh, Halu is about uh, like Thieves Guild, Morgtongue style. Yeah. And then uh, Telavani is Wizards. But like Telavani House is like uh, Master Nelos and Soul Sign, his towers. I don't know if you guys remember that. Mm-mm. It's the giant mushroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, you literally had to use levitate magic to get around your house. That's crazy, man. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to see that, like, build your own city kind of style. I'm down with that. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of hope there's more uh, player freedom in Elder Scrolls 6 rather than 5. I just feel like we're pretty grounded in Skyrim as opposed to the previous entries. Um, Told you, man, I, it's getting dumbed down. No, ever since, uh, ever since Ted Peterson left. Yeah. It's kind of getting dumbed down. Who? The original one of the three original creators of the Elder Scroll franchise. Oh. And he was the writer on Morrowind and, and actually Oblivion and everything before that. But he didn't touch us. Uh, Skyrim, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think he was in Oblivion that much. Maybe. I don't quite remember. I think he had a partial role in it. Okay. Well, it's definitely, you know, to uh, fit, you know, have an audience of the general populace, uh, you know, of gamers. They definitely dumbed it down. Just like the Mass Effects. I mean, uh, with the new Legendary Edition coming out May 14th, that's kind of been like a big, you know, topic of discussion is that, you know, Mass Effect 1 is getting updated the most because it's the one that doesn't hold up very well. But that game has like ridiculous RPG elements to it as opposed to the other two where they're more action-y. But Mass Effect 1 is truly like, like your decisions really matter. They carry a lot of weight. You know, there's a lot more to it than other games like... Probably from like Morrowind to Skyrim, I would say is like Mass Effect 1 to 2 
in terms of the, like massive RPG stuff, and then let's just kill it <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, well, Daggerfall had six endings. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, I mean, like, from Daggerfall, like, Morrowind only has one ending. But, I mean, you can have multiple ways to get to that ending. You can either uh, get Vivek's help, or if you kill him, there's still a redemption way. But, like, sometimes you kill a character, because nobody's safe in that game. You can kill the gods whenever you want. Nice. Uh, But... Yeah, nobody's safe. But if you kill somebody important, you know, I'll be like, hey, do you want to re- <laughs> reload your save? You kind of fucked up here. <clears throat> but you can keep on going. You can get divine or uh, uh, go fight Dagother without divine help. Yeah. Isn't there six endings for a reason in Daggerfall? Isn't there something like about uh, a time split or something like that? Yeah, they kind of warded it that way, so it's the dragon's break. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, they kind of did that for Morrowind because they're like, okay, so which ending do we go with? And then they're like, let's go with all the endings at the same time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we'll call it a dragon's break. A I just split. learned about that too. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm just, I don't know. Think about all those games and. Yeah, so much lore behind them. Do you think there's any possibility to uh, get uh, a legendary edition of our own for Elder Scrolls? For Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim? Uh, like a complete remake of Morrowind and Oblivion, and then maybe more touching up to Skyrim? You think we'll, we'll ever get that? Just a legendary edition of Skyrim. That's all I can see. Yeah, I can see like Oblivion getting remastered, not so much Morrowind. Just maybe too old at this point. So like if they updated it, they would have to, like if they did those three, because Daggerfall is kind of like, it's going to be hard to do, Mm -hmm. very hard to do and like a lot of space for a disc, because like that's the biggest map in video one of one of the biggest maps in video games history uh but i i feel like they would have to do like the ui for all three games so like you can play morrowind ui where it's dice rolling combat so each chance um you go to strike an enemy it's a dice roll and then you get a percentage added from uh, your skill and attribute bonuses that influence your attack. So that's why, like in Marlon, you don't hit anything in the beginning because you suck. Dang. But in Oblivion, you hit all the time, and Skyrim, you hit all the time. So it'd have to be like a UI, like you could play Skyrim UI in Morrowind and Oblivion, Morrowind, and then Morrowind and Skyrim, kind of like something like that. Oh, okay. That would appease probably all the fans. Uh, yeah, probably. With you bringing that up, it just made me think of something. How would you guys be interested if, uh, if the like possibility of uh, Bethesda brought in uh, 
like kingdom come style combat like how good you are or how bad you really are when it comes to combat and progress into actually uh becoming a, a good warrior throughout the game i've actually never played kingdom come they, they yeah. wouldn't do that yeah no they want to do that they make it too hard for casuals so you're never gonna get anywhere jared yeah, i guess not <laughs> <laughs> fuck you i almost killed jad okay <laughs> I, almost, I almost killed Chad, okay? I almost did it. We'll just turn this into a RuneScape podcast. Oh my god. We really need to do one. I keep it we keep putting that off. That one's that one's gonna be super easy to talk about. What a game. Uh no. go ahead, Alex. Oh, I think in Elder Scrolls six, it's gonna be like there's just gonna be like three skills. And it's just gonna be like Magic, stuff, and whack. <laughs> Do you really think it's going to get dumbed down that much more than Skyrim? Not yeah. like, not like that, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think it is. No, it's not, dude. I think it is. <sighs> Who knows? They're saying twenty twenty six when it's going to come out. Oh, really? Yep. So I thought it was going to be twenty twenty three. Dude, that's so that's so far away. Like, it needs to come out at least in like a couple of years. Well, we still got that other space game that Bethesda's working on. Starfield. Starter. Thank you. I was gonna say Star Citizen, but I knew that wasn't it. Man, you were all about that game. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on wanting to say Starfinder because that's a RPG Pathfinder. game. Yeah, Pathfinder is sci-fi. Yeah. Um. So, Jarrett, you weren't there, and I'm pretty sure me and Alex talked about it before. Uh, what would you want to see from Elder Scrolls 6 that you maybe haven't seen yet in Elder Scrolls game? Or maybe it's just something to be improved on. Like Todd Howard saying, Jarrett, what can I do for you? What would that be? He died. This is too don't, much pressure. Don't get his. Don't get his. Yeah, honestly, I have no idea. Like one of the things we always talked about is even though Fallout 76 is quote unquote a failure, I don't think so anymore. That is true. Um, I still wish I could play Skyrim with you guys. Uh, maybe if it's just the two of you, like maybe if it's just a grounded experience. Uh, they could they could have copied the Fable 2 route, which you did in Fable 2, just transferred back to your world, but you just played as a random character. Or yeah, I think you only had a set gear, like what you were wearing. I had to look back into it, but uh, I definitely because Elder Scrolls Online is a full fledged MMO. I don't want that experience, right? Like I still want the the typical Elder Scrolls experience, but I would like to play with other people. Like the the times we've played Fallout seventy six together, you know, it's pretty. Yeah, good. I know. Every time we talk, play Fallout seventy six, we always talk about this. But like sitting here right at this moment, I don't know what I want in Elder Scrolls six. Like, yeah, it'd be nice to have a co op play with like some friends and all that but yeah i would like some co-op play but i don't i I like my single player experiences on elder scrolls games no i do too especially when it comes to exploring the world it's not that it would be ruined but with somebody else with you but you want to enjoy it at your own pace you know yeah so i i could see it i could see like co-op of like up to no more than eight people in 
a game session, but I wouldn't really want a full fledged uh, uh, experience like Fallout seventy six. Like it, se- it sounds cool and it seems cool, unless they do private servers, <laughs> like they did with seventy six. But I I wouldn't want that really. I know people like to hate on Fallout seventy six, but it really is fun playing that game with other people. It is. It just doesn't seem right with Elder Scrolls sometimes. And sometimes it does. I don't know. It, I change my mind with this shit all the time. Well, we're aware you just did it in the last 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> Hold on. I just changed my mind again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex, I see you smirking over there. It looks like you want to say something, man. Oh, no. He's no. Judging, he's no I don't want to talk about 76. No, no we, don't, we don't have to. I'm just saying like... We'll save it for the Fallout <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I think the Fallout Talking podcast Fallout is Boys. very fun because... Oh man, I'm Fallout gonna... Shelter, man. No, nah, dude, Fallout 76 is my favorite Fallout Shelter. I know it's so bad, Alex. I know. <laughs> but for anyone listening to this, and I'm pretty sure I've said this before too when we were talking about Bethesda and stuff, I never completed Fallout New Vegas. I didn't do a lot on there. The only the farthest I ever got in that game was getting the American rifle, the unique uh, AR. Yeah, the all American. All American, thank you. Uh that quest line is super dope, by the way. Um pretty creepy with all the uh glowing ones. But um I just never finished Fallout New Vegas. I don't think I got past maybe level fifteen or twenty. Uh that game definitely didn't get the love it deserved, and I feel like it's too old to go back to now. So anyone listening that loves it's not that old. It's it's pretty old. Have you when was the last time you played it, Jared? Uh, I played it like two weeks ago and I was like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I played it a week ago. Played it last year, but I mean, uh, I can't get back into it because I've beaten almost everything in it besides the DLCs. So, oh my god, question for you guys. I got an answer, maybe. What about a horde mode on Elder Scrolls? <sighs> no, okay, arena in, in the arena. Because uh, you can just be on your freaking computer and just spawn them with console commands. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, okay, uh, you know what? Now that you bring up the horde thing, I could, I would love to see some kind of arena style. Thank you, Alex. And, <laughs> uh, and or, uh, PVM slash PVP arena mode in Elder Scrolls Six. I'm good. The fuck is P- <laughs> PVM? Players versus monsters. So hard mode. Yeah, hard mode. <laughs> oh, everyone calls it PVE. I don't know. Uh, player versus trees. Players versus environments. And player, player versus everyone. Um, no. <laughs> I want to see dragons again in Elder Six. Can we get that? No. I'm gonna be really sad to not see them anymore. You're not gonna see Dovahkiin. them anymore. Dovahkiin. Oh my god, what's your guys' favorite shout? <laughs> shout. Shout. Uh, disturbed. Ready or not. These um, yeah, folks for that. We can do without. Come, Come on. on. Oh, I gotta look at it. What up. is it? Are you looking at me? What is it? What is the next? Oh my god. Why am I drawing a blank on the. Uh, was that Depeche Mode? No, it's not. It's uh, Tears for Fears. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. Depeche Mode, what the fuck? What's wrong with Depeche Mode? 
Nothing. It's just like, how'd you choose that? Uh, honestly, if you hear the two vocalists and in certain tones, they they kind of sound alike. But mm. obviously, two very different bands. Yes. Yeah, I guess you can. I guess you can. So my favorite Dragon Shout is Dragon Aspect, where you get the armor. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is pretty sick. Um. I liked Whirlwind Sprint because I would do it at the edge of a cliff and see how far I could go without dying. <laughs> Ward Nakest! <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> um, now, what's it? There was a... I don't know if it was one of the DLC shouts. Think Explain that. it to me. I think it's from Solstheim. Wow. So, Battle Fury? No. Dragon Shout. Cyclone? How many did they add? A lot. Dragon Aspect? Hold on. Um, Jared, do you have a favorite shot while I'm looking into it? I'm looking into them. I can't remember what they were. <laughs> oh. I mean, I, I unlocked them. I didn't lock all of them, but I locked a shit ton of them. This is we're talking about like a decade ago, man. Since I really the last played the game fully. <laughs> Call Dragon was underwhelming. That was Call of Valor was underwhelming. Clear the skies. Stupid. Disarm stupid. Dismay. Yeah. Dragon aspect. Uh I like Dragon Wind. That definitely worked really well. That was a good one for yeah, obvious reasons. Fire Breath was really good. Uh, Elemental Fury. The speed of the whim allowing you to weapon uh, faster weapon strikes. Uh, slow time was actually pretty cool. Forgot about that one. Ryan, I just oh. realized. Fire Breath. How'd you not say that one was your favorite? It's not my favorite. Unrelenting Force actually is my favorite. The first one. You get... But everything with you is fire. I just said fire. I like fire breath. No, nah, dude. Fusro Da, man. Yeah. Unrelenting force it was so much fun to use in combat. And just see everyone ragdoll around. It was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> and then with mods, they made it even better and like more powerful. <laughs> so like if you used it, it would be like when the giants hit you and you flew up into the fucking atmosphere. <laughs> Send them to outer space. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, on a mod right now, it has uh, archers that travel with you. And I ran into giants and they all got killed. Well, I don't know if they got killed, but they're in orbit now. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, When you're on top of the mountain with the monks of the Thum, I would always jump in front of one of the monks before he says, Fosra Don, send me off the cliff. <laughs> That's freaking awesome, man. <laughs> and then, did you ever ragdoll all the way down? Yeah. Oh man, so good. Have you ever just jumped off a cliff with your horse? Have you ever done it before? Yeah. I uh kind of felt like a terrible person when I did it too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel oh. too good about it, man. And now that you bring up horses, I just realized uh back with the hearth fire thing. As uh, isn't there like more than just two children in an entire game that you could adopt, but you can only choose two? Uh I think you can choose two for each household so up to six. Oh, is it really? Yeah. 
So there's six children in the entire uh, Skyrim that you could adopt? Mm, I believe so. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm guessing an asshole, and I only adopted two. Yeah, there's... I felt so bad when I could only adopt two, because I thought I could only adopt two. I was like, fuck, why you got to do this to me, Bethesda? <laughs> I just looked it up. So there's eight that you can adopt right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And then the following children will become available for adoption if their parents are killed. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Was that a wiki page? Uh, yeah. Jesus. I love it. I love that entry. Uh, do you guys remember? Yeah, Sonny, like, I killed your parents. Do you guys remember the updates coming out too, though? Like back in the day, like way back in the day, where like they added mounted combat and stuff. Yeah, that was pretty dope. That's all I had. It's just like I remember that you know some of the updates they released, like actually did provide extra quote unquote content just through an update. Uh, I always thought archery uh, while mounted was fun. The sword mm. combat's obviously stupid and pointless. Um, what did you guys think of? I know we're not only here to talk about Skyrim, but I'm sorry, it's the most fresh in my brain. What did you think of the Civil War? I thought it was kind of underwhelming with like the amount of people actually in a fight. You know, when you took well for obvious because we were playing on the 360 at the time. Clearly, we can't uh, have a full blown out. 300 or thousands of uh, infantrymen on each side just fighting each other. Yeah. But yeah, it was definitely over underwhelming. You know what they need to do with Elder Scrolls is make what? a Lord of the Rings version. Say what? They need to make a Lord of the Rings game that plays like Elder Scrolls. Oh, you mean like uh, Battle for Middle-Earth 2? No, like fucking Elder Scrolls. Like just take the Lord of the Rings franchise and then put Elder Scrolls gameplay loops behind it and like the way the game functions. That'd be dope. But not on the creation version. Yeah. <laughs> or they could just make a Battle for Middle Earth 3. Dude. Or just remaster number two with online, you know, better online. And uh, the Witch King expansion. Yeah. Didn't consoles get that? I don't think so. I could have swore they did because the goblins are part of that, aren't they? Oh my god, is that Valerie? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> she tried jumping up on the desk. Oh, she failed. Fat turd, you know? Uh, yeah, she's a bitch. Is, aren't <laughs> there... Uh, <laughs> isn't there some mods like recreating uh, Battle for Middle-Earth? Oh, no. I, I believe there is a couple uh, graphical packs you can get. Anyways, I guess we could keep talking about Elder Scrolls. I I fucking love the franchise. So I can, Elder Scrolls you, RTS. I don't know if that would be good. Nah, it's not like I need a MOBA. Ew! Get I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I think I'd rather <laughs> go play like Elder Scrolls Blades than that. <laughs> Oof! We haven't talked about Blades yet. Can Can we talk about Blades now? Yeah. I uh, I thought the announcement was tragic, <laughs> like, and it's horrible. I can't believe they did it. I really enjoyed the game until you got to a paywall. Yep, the paywall is bad. What's the paywall? Because I never made it that far. Uh, Alex got farther than me, but for me, the paywall was like level fifteen. That and building up your town. 
like it's it like, takes forever. It takes like a year to build a house, like a year Seriously. in real life. Um, not that bad, but it is pretty bad. You know? Unless you pay for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. Um, they uh, release the arena mode, the PvP mode. Not not fun. No. no. Uh, they pay released, to win. They, yeah, it's pay to, <laughs> it is really pay to win. Um, they added Elder Scrolls Blades to the Switch. Uh, till this day, it is the only game to close on my Switch by itself. <laughs> in fact, it might be the only game in Nintendo history that is closed on its own and for a game console. Uh, I just think it's such a waste of resources, this game. Um, did you guys like how many hours did you say you probably gave it, Alex? Oh, uh, in total, yeah, probably like five. Probably the same for me, too. I liked the game when it came out, I thought it was fun just to screw around and do absolutely nothing. And mm. at first, interesting. It, yeah, it was interesting. At first, it was kind of fun. Uh, they kind of hit you with the nostalgia because when you do the endless dungeon. It felt ripped straight out of Oblivion entirely. Yep. Um, and it probably was in some regards. Uh, I had fun with it, but no. I'm re-downloading right now my phone to two to see if I can find <laughs> stats. Uh, Jared, how long do you think you played it for? Probably like uh, Maybe an hour, hour and a half. Accumulative. Yeah. You have like the attention span of a goldfish, so... Yeah, so, yeah, that's pretty much true. I can't focus. I need some Adderall. <laughs> I, I would, <laughs> it'd be kind of funny to see you on Adderall. <laughs> um, don't You'd probably be able to kill Jan. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you might actually be able to click the right button this time. Fuck. Jared's like this. I scuffed, okay? You know what, dude? You My second it. try. We Give me a break. It. Yeah. Hey, hey, Alex, you want to make a uh, five mil? <laughs> okay, hold on. Before we keep getting off topic, is there anything else you guys would like to discuss uh, about Elder Scrolls? Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, I really had fun with it. There was a campaign in it. Uh, I liked the story that they were telling, but I just. I don't know. Playing a trading card game on your phone just wasn't what it was, whatever. Although yeah. you play. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I truly enjoyed uh, Elder Scrolls Legends for the short amount of the period of time I played played it when it came out. But the short amount of time you how played. Many, it. How many hours was that? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I definitely played that for like, I don't know, maybe four hours total. Cumulative. Yeah. Like, I remember that. God, I hate it. Uh, I played it when it came out a couple times and then they released the Skyrim deals expansion for it and you can get a pair of Thumax uh, mm-hmm. deck and so it was like full of dragons and stuff it was a pretty good deck and then I th- think the game just got shut down <laughs> like a couple expansions later they uh... just, I think my problem with Bethesda is they just I understand Skyrim made a ton of money but there's way more things to talk about like the fact that ESO just went on a whole year long Skyrim DLC is stupid. But didn't you play it and enjoy it? Yeah, I, I still have a lot to do. It's okay so far. Mm. 
I think Solitude looks really good. I guess my because uh, ESO takes place like thousands of years before, like anything, right? Technically, yep. it's in the first uh, age. Is it the first age, era? Yeah. First yeah. era. First mm-hmm. era. So Oblivion takes place in the third era. Yeah. Yep. The late, the end of the third era. Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. No, no, Skyrim takes place in the fifth. Damn, there's that much of a jump? Mm-hmm. Or it's the fourth. I don't know. It's 200 years since the Oblivion Crisis. I know that. I think it is the fifth. I don't know, man. I don't like games that are so far away from, like, the lore of it that I've already got invested into. You know, like, it's kind of like the, you know, with Star Wars focusing on, like, Knights of the Old Republic again. I don't know. It's thousands and thousands of years before the Skywalker saga. Like, why do I care? I don't know. I like, I like when things are tied together lore wise, I guess, but maybe I'm asking for too much. Yeah. I still haven't beat elsewhere. Uh, I did. Yikes. What'd you think? I don't, um, it wasn't bad. I think, uh, was Arteum? Uh, when you go into that, shielded bubble of a small land the mass uh, i feel like they underplayed our tan really badly. by the sigic order yeah thank you yeah I, I think they could expand it on that a whole lot more okay i thought elsewhere was with the dragons yeah it was oh sorry i'm thinking of uh somerset thing somerset oh yeah i beat somerset oh yeah i never right. i downloaded what was it uh elsewhere i downloaded it I uh, never played it. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Somerset kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Following up clock, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, clock tower, the clockwork city. Clockwork. Following the plot line all the way from the Morrowind DLC. That was a really good plot line. Because it was... I, I really, really enjoyed it. It was uh, Clavicus Vile, mm-hmm. Nocturnal, and I think Venema. Spider one, yes. They had like the cult of shadows or whatever, something like that. Yeah, no. And then you hang out with Sothisil, and he's like, "Thanks for your help, dude." That's pretty much what he does. I cried. <laughs> I think I, I think I, uh, you were in the Xbox Live party chat when I beat uh, Clockwork, and you're like, "How did it feel? How did it feel <laughs> to help Sothisil?" Oh my god. Oh man. Oh, I might go play it again just to beat the Clockwork DLC. Hold account, dude. The three of us can go play elsewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess we can. I wish we played that game. Still, it makes me sad we don't. Uh, the only thing I enjoy about that game is just dungeons and trials with people. Otherwise, I really don't care for anything else mean, in the game. You mean you like doing dungeons and getting carried through trials? Ditch, I'm the tank. Yeah, there's like 30 of them. Yeah, there's like 100,000 DPSers. We don't need you. Oh, Yo, but I'm a unique DPS, okay? No, you're a stamina DPS and you run out of energy way too fast. Switch over to magic. <laughs> I do run out of stamina too fast. He just doesn't have the gear. I think if I was to have the gear... I think I craft gear for him all the time. <laughs> hey, hey, Jared, are you a Grandmaster Crafter? 
No, I gave up on that shit. Oh, well, Dude, I think that's actually... Title. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everyone could see Alex's face right now. That was kind of amazing. Um, I think that's actually why Jared didn't, you know, lost interest in playing it because he was going for, like, the dumbest fucking things to complete. But, like, he wouldn't be good enough to complete anyways. What? Like, you you were, weren't you doing the fishing stuff Cause, just because Alex... No, did? I was not doing that. Oh. Uh, well, you really wasted a lot of time on Elder Scrolls, so I can't keep track of, like, what I was you're just doing. trying to complete all the quest lines, trying to get all the achievements for all the areas. Oh. Uh, uh, which isn't hard. No, it's just time-consuming because all the quests suck. Yeah. It took and then forever. being a tank, I don't have, I don't have DPS uh, armor weapon setups at the moment, at the time, so... Trying to do questing as a tank takes forever. Took me forever to complete Rothgar. Really? That one did take a while. There's a lot yeah. of content there. You know what, Jared? You could do the uh, Maelstrom Arena. Which one's that one? The one person. The one person dungeon. Mm. I don't remember. I think I was trying to get ready for that one. Valerie. I, th- I think I have uh, armor. I do have armor and uh, weapons for that shit. <laughs> but uh, I just need to convert my tank into a DPS for that shit. I want to... Can you switch your character to a DPS and then do Maelstrom Marina and stream it? <laughs> Alex, how far do you think you'd make it? I think I know exactly where he'd make it and then just die. Uh, like, are we talking about veteran or regular? Uh, I can't even do veteran, so I know Jared can't make it at, at all in that. Veteran. Uh, let me remember, because I beat it well twice. Do you think it'd be the giant dwarven spider or the uh, the Argonian like hole? I think you die at the Argonian or the ice the trolls. Behemoth. No, I, I I think it's the Argonian. The behemoth, or yeah, yeah. Whatever. okay, yeah. Yeah, that one's actually, you know, that wasn't too fun on even regular mode. Did you beat it on the harder difficulty? No. No, I uh, I got to the behemoth. Mm. Uh, no, wait. I think it was the ice trolls. Then I gave up. I got pissed. Yeah, that stuff's really hard, dude. I want the prismatic bow, but I don't think it's going to happen. The legendary bow. Yep. The bow of all bows, if you have a bow build. I'm sure there's got to be something else by now. It's kind of ridiculous, man. I doubt it. Yeah. yeah. I, I logged on there the other day after we got off Mortal Kombat. And I was like, I logged into my house. I was like, God damn. I tried placing something. I didn't have ESO plus anymore. It's like, sorry, we limited half your stuff. And I was like, fuck this game. <laughs> I turned it off. Yeah. I really wish Bethesda found something else to like take away from the player to monetize other than storage and inventory. I like uh, on fallout 76 for the longest time, it was only 800 um, you know, pounds or whatever. Uh, now it's twelve hundred. They just did it for free for everybody, and honestly, it made a huge difference. I wish ESO would do that. 
but they never will. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, well, we could talk about other stuff off the episode, but do you guys have anything else to add to Elder Scrolls before we uh, take off for the episode? Horse Armor is still the best DLC. Okay. No, I can't think of anything. I think we covered everything. I think so, man. Um, you know, we can do, uh, in the future, we can do uh, full-on deep dives on certain quest lines, certain Daedric Princes, like actual characters and stuff. That'd be really cool to do lore episodes based on a specific topic. <clears throat> I'd be really down for that. Like, do something about the Dark Brotherhood in its entirety. Maybe do the guilds. Uh, but yeah, kind of a a nice, chill episode talking about good old Elder Scrolls. You really can't go wrong. Uh, Jarrett, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, do you have anything to say before you take off? Nope, it's been a pleasure. Alex, thank you for being on. Uh, do you have anything to add before we uh, head out here? Fallout 76 sucks. So, <sighs> All right, thank well, you for having me on. Ryan from the <laughs> Ingesource Podcast, and I appreciate you guys listening to you. I can't even talk because he just said that. It's not Hold the on. worst. It is not the worst. But thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Take care.